0: Good morning, good afternoon, good night, whatever time it is, wherever you are, I'm so glad you decided to tune in to this first episode of Bullshit with Brit. I'm super excited that you guys are all here and I hope that you enjoy the conversation. If you do, hit that subscribe button and welcome to episode one, Dating in 2020. So, just a little bit about me. My name is Brittany. I am the host of Bullshit with Brit. I've been thinking quite some time about starting my own podcast, and the idea was actually presented to me by a couple of close friends and some of my Facebook friends um, who just follow me and have uh, watched a couple of my Facebook shows throughout the years of different things that I do. I'll either go on and just talk about random things or stuff with my business. I am I, I do own a business where I do a lot of live Facebook shows. So I've had a couple of people come to me over the years and say, you need to have your own podcast just because of the way that you know I talk about things with my friends and some of the topics that we talk about. Um, we bullshit about it, you know, and, um, we're super transparent and I try to have no filter most of the time. So I just decided to say, fuck it. And I'm going to go ahead and start my own podcast and see who wants to listen. So I hope that you guys enjoy it. This first episode is going to be about dating in 2020. There are a multitude of topics that we can talk about. So I got to try to narrow it down so that I don't take too much of your time um, but I definitely do want to get into the categories of dating in 2020 because I feel like times have changed. Things are so different um, and there's just a lot that we need to talk about. There's just so much that we need to talk about in different topics that people wanted to talk about and discuss. So that's what we're going to do. So I'm going to just jump right in and talk about my own dating experience and hopefully some of you guys can Relate to me. I don't have a whole lot of content from listeners yet, or questions, or anything like that, because the series is the podcast is so new. Um, but I figured the best thing for me to talk about right now that I am fully knowledgeable of is my own dating life and things and trends and just different experiences that I have experienced myself. Um, so for me, I have really not been in the 2020 dating game that long. Um, I was in a five-year relationship with the father of my child. We were not married, um, but we were together for five years. And prior to that, I was in another serious relationship for about two years. So I can't really say that in the past, I don't know, seven, eight years, I've really been in the dating game. I was in full-blown committed relationships Um, So this whole dating thing is kind of new to me. And I have noticed a lot of things that I really didn't think would be a trend. um, And they are. Uh, So one thing I can say for now, for example, um, I am, I guess you could say, dating uh, a guy now. Um, and apparently what that means is we are not in a full-blown relationship. We are not boyfriend and girlfriend. There's no title. We are just dating and we are talking to each other exclusively. Um, so I can't really say that that's like a 2020 thing. I don't know if it's a generation thing or a millennial thing. I'm really not sure because I don't think that 20 years ago, um, people, people put that title of just dating or in a relationship on it. I think it was either you like someone enough to be with them or you don't. When you go on a couple of dates and you either are in a relationship with them or you're not. I don't think there was ever this period of months and months of getting to know someone and then deciding to be in a relationship with them. Um, In my opinion, it's always just been kind of like, Whatever you know about that person, you decide you want to be in a relationship with them or not. And a relationship wasn't that huge of a deal. I mean, if it didn't work out, then you just went your separate ways and broke up. Um, Now these days, it seems that a lot of people like to do kind of like a test drive and they like to be in this dating phase um, where it's not considered a real relationship. It's not considered boyfriend and girlfriend, but it's just dating. And some people choose to be exclusive with that and specifically date and talk to um, that one person. And some people choose not to be exclusive, um, but still say that they're dating. So I don't know. Things are a lot different. And with my personal experience, um, I, like I said, I am dating this guy. We've been dating for a month. We're exclusively talking to each other. Um, He's not talking to anyone else. I'm not talking to anyone else. Um, And we actually met online. Um, So that's one thing we can talk about is the presence of online dating, right? Um, We actually met on match.com. So let me back it up a little bit and tell you guys my experience. Um, once I got out of my serious relationship, I had to, um, evaluate how I was going to tackle this whole, um, dating, uh, phenomenon, right? So, I got out of the relationship and no longer was I just a single female looking for a partner. I was a single mother. So I had to tackle the different um, struggles that come along with being a single mom in dating. And I really didn't put too much thought to it until I dipped my foot in that dating pool, right? Um, Once me and the father of my son broke up, you know, it was a couple months, couple months went by um, six, seven months. And then I kind of put myself out there and I started talking to people and I really didn't too put too much thought into the fact that I was a single mom now dating. Um, I really approached dating with the mindset that I did before I had my son. And I quickly realized that (laughs) dating as a single parent is a whole lot different, um, than just dating as a single individual. Um, I I had a lot of experiences where uh someone actually told me like hey like I really don't think that I can date you because the fact that you have a child is just too weird for me. Um granted he was like way younger than me. <laughs> he was like 22 years old. I'm 29. Don't ask me what the fuck I was thinking. I just, it was, I kind of met him and we started talking, but that was the first time in my life that someone had had an issue with me having a child. And it kind of hit me like a ton of bricks because I was like, wow, that really is a thing. People really do treat you differently once you have a child. And don't get me wrong. I completely get it. Um, Some people don't want that obligation or that responsibility. And that's definitely their right and their prerogative. Um, But I think that just dating as a single mom or a single parent, I mean, even single fathers out there, I think that it really is different um, than the dating game in general as a single individual. Um, And that could definitely be for another episode. But um, so I did have my, my Tinder experiences and let me tell you prior to me creating my match profile, I was this naive person who thought that I could find someone on Tinder who like wanted to like be in a relationship, you know, um, obviously I was looking in the wrong place because Tinder is definitely not filled with the most fucking uh, stand up characters if you guys know what I mean. Um, I don't know if those of you who are listening have had experiences with Tinder, but let me tell you, some of the individuals that I met on there were very questionable, and I was just, I found myself in this plethora of, like, it was, I, I, I don't even know how to explain it, to be honest with you guys, it was ridiculous, but the whole reason I created a Tinder, and I think that goes back to the different dynamics that 2020 has set forth for us, is that, Um, it's really hard to meet people these days, like in public, like the good old fashioned way, right? Um, people don't come up and spit game to us anymore. And with this whole quarantine thing, um, it's kind of like, we can't really go anywhere. And I felt like I had been at a point in my life where it was time for me to put myself back out there. I had wanted a relationship again, and I felt like I was ready. Um, so one of my friends suggested that I created a Tinder, and so I did, and and I'm just kind of explaining to you what my thought process was and why I created one. And it was because I wanted to meet somebody. And like I said, I didn't go out enough um, to meet anybody. And if I did go out, it would be to go out with my friends and go downtown. And sometimes going downtown, you don't really find the most upstanding characters there <laughs> either. So um, I was like, you know what? I'll create a Tinder. It's quick. A Tinder. It's quick. It's easy. Um, so I did, and um, you know, I did meet some people and it was just, I found myself, you know, surrounded by a group of people who just had different standards and different morals. I'm going to use the word different because I'm not going to sit here and talk shit and be like, all they wanted was some fucking pussy, right? Like, <laughs> I mean, that's technically what it comes down to. But there's nothing wrong with that to each their own. It's just not something that I was really looking for. I mean, we've all, let's be honest, um, we've all had our hookup, our hookup moments, right? We've all had those moments where we have just kind of flew by the seat of our pants and we had that phase in our life. I mean, maybe not every single one of you, but for the most part, we've all been there. We've all, we've all been there. Um, and again, some of you are going to be like, well, I have not Okay, well, you're fucking perfect, Karen. All right, sorry, like, we're not all perfect. I've had my moments where I've had those hookup moments, right. And um, I met one or two of them on Tinder, right. So uh, I just got to a point in my dating life where I was kind of over the hookup thing. And I was like, man, like I just, I wanna find someone who's real. You know, I have my own house, I have my own cars, I have a great career, I have my own business. Um, I'm educated, I'm smart. So I just kinda want somebody, I want someone to share all that with and to run the world with, you know what I mean? So finally, I think one day I was sitting here at home and I was. I don't know what it was that made me decide to create I you know I think it was because the conversations that I was having with these dudes on Tinder I was just fucking tired of it. I was like, "Really, dude? Like I don't I can't. I can't even deal with you." Like just their opening lines, you know what I mean? So, um I think I just got so fed up with the bullshit and the quality of people that I was being matched with on Tinder. I was like, "Well, fuck it. Like let me create a match." You know, so I created a match.com. I haven't really told anybody and none of my friends that, um, but my mom knows. <laughs> I tell my mom everything, and she most of the time just rolls her eyes at me. But I I created a match because, in my opinion, match, you actually have to pay for match.com. Um, and a lot of people aren't going to – they're not going to disclose this type of stuff about their life to you guys. So I'm being super transparent. I hope that you guys can appreciate that because it's kind of like – It's really not I don't want to say embarrassing. I'm not embarrassed, but it's just like really hard to put yourself out there sometimes, especially with things that were so judgmental um, towards each other about. But anyways, I created my profile and I told myself, you know what, if people Tinder is so accessible, right? So Tinder is very accessible. You download Tinder, you create a profile and boom, you can start swiping on people left and right, literally, but with Match, Match, you actually have to pay for. You have to create a profile. You have to answer questions about yourself. Um, there's a whole, like a whole process to it to make sure that you get matched with people who have the same interest in you and want the same things. Um, there are settings on Match where you can select. You know, I'm here for just hookups, or I'm here for just friends, or I'm here for something short term, long term, I'm looking to find the one, you can create those settings on your profile. And it'll make sure that you match with people who are there for the same thing. In addition to that, in my mindset, I figured, well, if people are here, for the same reasons I am, and they're willing to pay for it, then they're probably serious about it. Um, Because let me tell you guys about another experience I had, which pissed me the fuck off, but I'm glad it happened because it really helped me set the standards that I'm what I'm looking for in someone today. I dated this guy for probably a good three or four months. And I told him from the start what I was looking for in somebody. And he supposedly wanted the same shit, right? Oh, yeah. Like, that's totally what I'm looking for, too. And I value all all the qualities. And you're so great. So a month or two goes by. And I'm like, okay, like, well, where the fuck is this going? I don't understand. Like, can you give me a fucking update on what's going on? And like, oh, yeah, we're good. Everything's good, right? This whole time, I thought we were being super transparent with each other. And four months later, after me meeting his family and him meeting my family, um, he was just like, oh, I don't think I'm ready for a relationship right now. Like, what the fuck, dude? Are you serious? You just wasted four fucking months of my time. Three, six, nine. That's 120 days. 120 days I will never get back because we sat here talking about shit that we wanted, right? And for the longest time, I thought it was me. I was like, well, maybe he's just not attracted to me. Maybe, um, I don't know. Maybe I, I the thought of all these different things that could have been wrong with me. And in the end, when him and I broke things off, you know, we weren't together, obviously, because we were fucking dating, whatever that shit means these days. But when him and I decided to stop talking, I was kind of heartbroken because I did pour my heart out um, to him, and I, I said a lot of things, and he told me a lot of things too. And in the end, it just kind of it ended just like that, and. I still to this day don't know why, but at this point, I kind of don't fucking care. I mean, I really don't. But one thing I can say is, like I said earlier, it did help shape what I'm looking for because going back to the whole culture of dating in 2020, I feel like it's like if you're going to date, you should date with the intention of something long-term. If something long-term is not what you're looking for, then don't fucking waste people's time and go to a platform such as Tinder, right? If you just wanna fuck and hook up with someone, there are plenty of people out there who will do that. There's And there's nothing wrong with that. But I feel like, you know, with the situation that I had, I spent four months of my life fucking around with somebody, like dating them, And only to find out like four months later, oh, well, that's not like, I'm not looking for that. Like, bitch, why didn't you fucking like reevaluate what you were wanting before we started doing this? Like it shouldn't have taken you four months to decide. That's something you should have probably decided before we got together. Um, but like I said, that, that just speaks to the dynamic and people's intentions these days. So for me personally, One thing that I've tried to do since then is, um, which I thought I did it before, but I guess I didn't, um, is I try to be very, very transparent from the beginning when I meet a guy and I tell him straight up what I'm looking for. And, you know, I have found that a lot of guys are, once they hear what I'm looking for, they in turn will be honest about what they're looking for too. And they'll say, you know, hey... Um, well, that's kind of really not what I'm looking for. Like I'm looking for something more like a friends with benefits or a st- no strings attached. And I tell them, you know, that's cool. Like no disrespect, but that's just not what I'm looking for. I'm kind of past that point in my life. So, um, I guess maybe this isn't, you know, ideal for the two of us. Um, so I don't know. I just, I just feel like there are a lot of things in today's dating culture that, like I said, are different. Um, and it's just, it's, it's hard guys. It's hard to find that person who and communicate with them. I think that's one thing with dating is communication. And I feel like people, especially in our age, in like the 20s to late 30s, we don't communicate with each other very well. Um, And that's one thing I have to tell you that, you know, with this guy that I'm dating now, um, him and I communicate pretty well. And I've never actually really been with someone who communicates as well as he does. And he's actually teaching me a lot, guys, about dating um, because of the way he communicates with me um, typically in our society right now for people in our age range, guys, I'm 29. So when I refer to our age range, I'm talking about from the twenties to late thirties and even forties. I mean, sometimes people might have the same experiences. I can't really speak for, for that age range, um, because I don't know what that dating life is like. And maybe one day I'll have a, um, you know, a guest on the show who can speak to that. But, um, one thing I can say is somebody, he has, he has definitely changed my opinion about people our age, because I was kind of at a point where I was losing hope. And I was like, damn, like, it's gonna take me having to be 40 or 50 years old to finally fucking find a guy that can communicate, right? Like, does it do I have to wait until they fully uh, grow up to be able to expect them to be able to communicate with me? Um, I just kind of was like, You know, at a loss for hope with the whole dating thing. And then I met this guy on match and we started talking. And probably like a week after we met each other on match, we, um, we, we talked for like a good week, I think a week or two. And then we decided to like actually meet in person. Um, so him and I, like I said, we've been dating for a little over a month now. And, um, we had our first fight the other day. It was over something stupid. I'm not going to go into details. It was honestly over something stupid. Um, it was, it was dumb. Um, but we had our first fight and I kind of got a little bit emotional when that happened. And the reason that I got emotional was because I'm so used to people our age, not having those difficult conversations with each other. Normally when you're dating a guy that you don't really know that well, something happens and you two disagree on something, either someone just doesn't speak up and they kind of just, say, Hey, I like him so much. Like I really don't want to tell him that what he did bothered me because we're so afraid of scaring each other away. Right. Um, or we do this fucking ghosting shit where it's like, Oh, I'm really not feeling him now because of that. Like, and then we just stop talking to people all together. Right. And it's like, there's no communication at all. Um, but the other day we were hanging out, we were having a barbecue. And like I said, we, something happened. We both threw attitude at each other. And I kind of, like, that was the first time in our, like, dating relationship that I kind of threw my attitude and my personality at him because let's be real. Like, no one is ever 100% themselves from the start in dating, right? Um, No one is never 100% 100 themselves from day one dating. So it was kind of, like, a little intimidating to finally tell him how the fuck I was feeling as far as like, hey, what the fuck you're doing is pissing me off, dude. Like, that's, it sounds, hindsight being 2020, it sounds like it's really not that hard of a conversation to have. But these days, people don't just, they find every reason to leave a, a situation and It's kind of like you feel like you have to walk on eggshells at the beginning of a relationship and the beginning of getting to know someone to where you have to like limit the way you feel or limit expressing your feelings and opinions and emotions because you don't know how the other person's react and gonna react when in all reality, it shouldn't fucking matter how they're gonna react. You should be able to freely express yourself. And as much as we say that and as much as, you know, some bitches are going to come on here and be like, well, I'm myself from day one and it's take it or leave it. Like, you know, fuck that. Because as much as we would all like to say that we are so confident with ourselves The truth of the matter is you can have the most confidence in the world, but you're still going to put on some type of front subconsciously when you first meet somebody. That is human behavior. So that's what I was doing for a while because there were some things that he was doing that was just like, I'm like, oh, that bugs, (laughs) you know? So something had happened. Like I said, we threw attitude at each other and I finally just let it out and I told him how I felt, you know, I told him how I felt and The point where I started to get emotional was when instead of doing what most guys do and saying either just checking out. And what I mean by checking out is like fucking just shutting down completely, not saying a fucking thing, right? Or just being a complete asshole and not listening to anything I was saying. He actually stopped what he was doing and he came over and sat down. And actually talked to me and said, hey, my bad. I'm actually, I'm sorry for hurting your feelings. Like, I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. I didn't realize I was being an asshole. And I actually got really emotional. And I kind of, my eyes got full of tears. Um, he didn't know that because I had my sunglasses on. We were outside barbecuing. <laughs> and so I tried not to let him see because I hate crying in front of people. But um, it actually just changed the whole dynamic of our whole relationship because, um ever since then, we've been able to talk to each other, you know, and I did, I was able to tell him, Hey, like, these are the things that I've like been bothered by. Um, And there wasn't a lot, but you know, and a lot of people might say, Oh, well, if you're already bothered by stuff, and it's only a month in, like, isn't that a red flag? Like, no, it's fucking not because everybody has this perception that a relationship needs to be perfect from day one. And in real, all reality, that's just delaying the, the inevitable, no matter how compatible two people are there will always be problems in a relationship. There will always be things that you disagree about. And in my opinion, the sooner you can cross those bridges with somebody and kind of nip those problems in the butt and and get on an even playing field, the better. Um, because who wants to be with someone for six months or six years and then find that there are problems in a relationship that they could have actually known about way beforehand if they would have just talked about things and been themselves. So um, ever since our little quarrel, I have been – Able to be myself a whole lot more, and it's been really nice because he is a man that like really listens to me and values my opinion. But he also puts me in my place, and uh, I don't want all the the women empowerment people to come at me and say like, "Oh, like no man should put you in your place." But let me fucking tell you, I'm an asshole and I'm a bitch. I'm an alpha dog. I'm an alpha female. Um, I have a lot of attitude as you guys can hear. And so sometimes, um, for me personally, I need somebody who is going to kind of like not put up with my shit. Um, cause I can be kind of an asshole and he has been really, really good at, um, determining when I'm being a brat and when I'm being a needy asshole and when I'm giving attitude and he, um, he kind of shuts it down and not in a disrespectful way either which is why I have a lot of respect for him because he doesn't put up with my shit. And for me personally, that is something that I need. I need someone who who has a backbone and who doesn't let me just walk all over them because I do have a tendency to do that to people in relationships. So he definitely puts me in my place, but he doesn't do it in a disrespectful way. Um, so I don't know. I just wanted to share that with you guys. Is like that was kind of my online dating, my online dating experience so far. And I'm happy to share with you guys, you know, the progress along the way. Um, he has no idea that I'm even doing this podcast, and I'm not really sure how to go about telling him that I'm doing this. But I mean, it's none of his fucking business. I'm not using his name. He has no idea. Um, no one has any idea who he is. So I guess it really doesn't matter. But um, yeah. So I'm really um, excited to continue to discuss this uh, this um, experience with you guys. And I want to hear from you guys. I really do. Uh, we're going to go ahead and take a break. It is time for um, an ad. So stay tuned to this ad and uh, come back when it's done. So enough about my personal dating life. Um, I do want to start talking about new dating trends to look out for going into 2020. There's a website called popsugar.com and they have some really good insight into um, just trends and terms that we should probably be familiar with just so that you can look out for those terms and those trends and so that you don't become one of those trends um, so, one of the first things that they talk about is being Kanye. So, um, being Kanye, as you guys all know, Kanye West, um, <laughs> um, they talk about being Kanye, and it's where you're pretty much on a date with someone who is talking relentlessly about themselves the entire time. Um, so,. <laughs> Plenty of Fish is a website, and they are usually the ones that do these polls um, and ask their users, you know, if they've experienced these type of things. And their users report that forty five percent of them have experienced one sided conversations like this on dates. So just keep in mind when you are on a date, do not try and Kanye the other person. Um, because it can be super annoying if you're on a date with somebody who is talking nonstop about themselves and has no interest in you whatsoever. So another trend um, that I find amusing only because it's happened to me, um, or I've done it before, I should say. I didn't really know there was like a term for it. But uh, that same website that I'm getting these trends from, again, popsugar.com, Um, they say, so we all know what a white claw is, right? That's kind of like the hype in the alcohol world right now is everybody's drinking white claw. It's the hype. Everyone's doing it. Everybody wants one. Everybody's posting that they've had one stuff like that. Um, apparently there's a term called white clawing and the website, you know, as you guys know, there's all this hype surrounding white claw right now. Everybody's hopping onto the trend just because it's popular. Um, And I've had a white claw. And matter of fact, again, the guy that I was dating, um, he asked me to pick up some white claws the other day because I was like, hey, I'm on my way over. Do you need anything? Like, what do you want me to pick up? And he's like, oh, pick up some white claws. And I'm like, all right. I had never had them before, but I was like, fuck it. I'll drink one with him, right? So I had one and it really wasn't that great. I was just kind of like, this isn't that good. But he was like all about it. So I was like, yeah, these are great, right? (laughs) So that's kind of the same thing with dating we can do this in the dating world too so that that other website plenty of fish they're the website like i said that surveys these users and sur- the plenty of fish is a dating website okay so it's um it's kind of like Tinder, but a little bit more serious and less serious than like Match and eHarmony and stuff like that. It's just another dating website. And they that website reports that pretty much white clawing is the act of staying with someone that you find basic and boring just because you find them attractive. And 42% of the people they surveyed say they've known someone who, have, who has done this. Um... I've done it. I don't know about you guys and your personal experiences, but me again being transparent, I've definitely done it. I've been with people before who I just knew deep down in my heart I was not going to stay with, and who weren't going to be my end all be all. But I stayed with them, and there was there's always a reason that we do that, right? There's always some um, there's always some surface level reason and super materialistic reason for those specific situations that we stay with those people, right? Like we know that we're not going to end up with them because we know there are just certain things about them that us personally, like just doesn't, it's not making par for us. Right. Um, but we always find that superficial reason, like, Oh, he's so sexy though. But have you guys ever done that? Have you ever stayed with someone who's super hot, especially guys? I mean, not especially guys, but guys also have you ever stayed with a girl and you're like god damn she's so sexy she's so fucking fine but this bitch is so stupid like she's like so dumb (laughs) i mean i have i've stayed with a guy who just wasn't intellectually on my level like he wasn't stupid but he just wasn't there like on my level and i like sometimes found myself struggling to carry on conversations with him but he was really hot and we physically meshed together well um, so, I don't know, don't be, don't be a white clawing, guys, that's a, that's apparently that's a trend, so, um, don't stay with someone just because you find them, um, attractive, especially if they're basic and boring, because in the end, you're just wasting your own time. Um, so, yeah, next one, good old eclipsing, I had no idea that this is what this was called, But I have definitely had people do this to me. I have to say I'm guilty of having doing it before also. Um, So apparently, eclipsing, when you start to date someone new, um, of course it's pertinent to know what things they're interested in and what their hobbies are and just know what things that you have in common. Um so apparently what eclipsing is again I knew about this all along the trend I just didn't know it was called eclipsing but um apparently what eclipsing is is when you immediately adopt all of this of their of your person's hobbies and interests as your own that's what eclipsing is um and I don't know if you guys have ever had that done to you I certainly have I have done it to other people I'm not going to lie um, not anytime recently, any or anything like that. But um, I know that in the past, when I have been interested in a guy, and they, you know, say, "Oh yeah, I like this band, or I like this band, or I like this type of food or music or whatever," I'm like, "Oh my gosh, so do I!" Like we've all done it. If you say you have never in your life done it, then you're either just a diamond in the rough or you're fucking lying. Cause we've all done it like to a certain extent we've all done it. It may not have been to the dramatic extent that, you know I'm saying, but we have all done it to a certain extent. So, um, I don't know. It's kind of crazy to just take a step back hindsight and look at like the effects that it can have on a relationship from doing that. Um, don't, just don't do it. (laughs) Cause if you guys think about it when, I mean, at first it might seem cool. Like a guy might, might be like really enthused to be with someone who is like, damn, this girl's cool. She likes five finger death punch or she likes micheladas or she likes this. She likes that. Like, it's really cool that she likes that. But in the end, it's like, if that's not really what you like, you're, you're not being genuine and you're building something based off of A fallacy of your personality. You know what I mean? So just be real guys. Like I know kind of what we talked about earlier in the episode, we talked about kind of having to walk on eggshells and not being able to hundred percent be yourself. That's completely different. Like that's normal when you have to hold back and kind of tread lightly until you can fully, you know, disclose your personality. That's a lot different than completely pretending, completely pretending to be A different person with different likes because then you'll start to build something in this relationship and it's kind of built on lies because when you guys get more serious, it's like the person he thought you were or she thought you were is just not the the right person. So it just makes more sense to be yourself um, from the beginning, I think. And let me just confess. I just said, I kind of just realized something. I just said I haven't done it recently. I actually have. So (laughs) guys, if you're like men, if you're listening right now, I'm going to tell you one thing that pretty much hardly any other women will ever tell you. I'm kind of going to expose our secrets right now and give you some tips on how to call us out. But I, like recently, (laughs) I can't believe I'm saying this. So I was this was like a three, four weeks ago when me and the guy I'm dating now kind of first started talking. And I don't mean to continue to bring up these personal anecdotes, guys, but I just feel like telling you real life experiences makes it more relatable. And and to tell some of you who might be questioning things you're going through that it really does happen to other people. You're not the only one. So I'm gonna put myself on motherfucking blast right now. Um, a couple weeks ago, this guy um he posted a Snapchat story and he, him and I really talk a lot about music, right? (laughs) Oh God, I hope he never hears this episode. Um, So we talk about a lot about music and I'm super into music, right? Like I'm very open-minded when it comes to music. So anyway, he posts a picture, he posts something on his Snapchat and there's a Um, a song playing in the background like you could tell that he was listening to music on his phone when he recorded this snapchat um this snapchat video and so i heard a couple of lyrics to the song and it was actually a dope song it was like a hip-hop song and him and i both enjoy hip-hop um but i had honestly never heard it before and this was when we were still super like at the beginning of getting to know each other so i was (laughs) i was trying to impress him and i Heard the a couple of the lyrics, right? So I proceed to go to Google, and I googled the lyrics to, <laughs> to the song, and I found out what song it was, okay? I then proceed to go back to Snapchat, and I reply to his story, and I'm like, oh, snap, you like so-and-so? That's my dude. I love listening to his music. <laughs> Y'all. I'm ridiculous. <laughs> and you know what? Y'all can be shaking your heads at me, but don't act like your asses haven't done some shit like that before. You know, we have all It may not have been that specific scenario, but we have all done it. Guys or even girls too, if you if you suspect that you're being eclipsed, all you got to do is call them out. If he would have questioned me any further, and been like, oh, I didn't know you liked him. Like, what other songs by him do you like? I would have been like, fuck. Like, if he would have said it to me through Snapchat, okay, I would have <laughs> I would have had time to, like, Google other songs by by this artist, right? And then, like, tell him what songs I like. But if he were to ask me in person, like, oh, yeah, when you responded to my Snapchat and told me that you liked this artist, um, it, I was really impressed. Like, what other songs do you like of him? If he would have asked me that in person... I would have literally died. I would not have known what to say, and then I would have had to like probably admit that I, I, knowing me, I probably I can I can come up with shit on the go, and I can I probably would have said something like, "Oh, honestly, that's the only song I've heard from him." Like that's probably something I would have said, but just don't put yourself don't even put yourself in that situation and guys if you feel like men i'm talking to if you feel like it is just too good to be true that a female is like vibing with you on a specific topic and she's like pretending to be like super into it just ask her a question (laughs) and she'll be like fuck i don't know never mind i'm just kidding (laughs) and some of you guys probably hate me right now because i'm i'm putting out all our secrets right but These are just suggestions, guys. I'm just trying to bring up topics and trends that we want to stay away from. And, like, let's just learn how to be genuine, right? Let's just learn how to be genuine people and try to be ourselves. Like, let's just try to change the trends of dating, right? And try to make it more of a (laughs) – just a genuine experience instead of us having to pretend, you know, to be these people that we're not. Again, just my opinion – Fucking sue me if I'm wrong, whatever. So the next dating trend or term, I should say, is getting glam boozled. So apparently that's also a trend. Again, most of this stuff we've all encountered, um, they just have terms for them now. So um, as you females know, and if you're a guy listening right now, let me fucking tell you guys, when... It is when we are trying to make a good first impression, like on the first couple of dates, right? Our first couple of dates, we want to look fucking good for you, obviously. Okay. For obvious reasons, first impressions are very important. So when we finally make that arrangement to hang out with you and we get dolled up only to be canceled on at the last minute, we fucking hate it. We hate you. Like... You guys, men can get ready in fucking 20, 30 minutes, right? I know some men take longer to get ready. Whatever. That's not the point. When females get ready, it takes us a while, especially for a first date or especially when we're talking to someone in a relationship that is rather new every time we see you, we put thought into what we're going to wear, what our hair is going to look like, if we're going to wear lashes, what our nails look like, what we're going to smell like, if we're going to smell like Bath and Body Works or Victoria's Secret, are we going to smell like Aveeno daily moisturizer? Like, what should we smell? You know, it's just, there's so many different things that we, and not every single female is going to put thought into each one of these things that I'm talking about. But the point is, is that, Um, we, for example, if I'm going on a date at six o'clock, I'm pro, if you're gonna cancel on me, you better bet your little ass that you better fucking tell me at the latest by three o'clock. Like I need a few hours, a few hours of like advance notice because by three o'clock I'm already pre-gaming, like not alcohol wise, I'm pre-gaming with like... I just, today was my hair wash day. I already planned to wash my hair today because I knew that we were going to see, see each other. So today was my hair wash day. I already done took a shower, blow dried my hair, wasted my once a week conditioning mask for my hair on today's occasion because we're supposed to see each other. And then got out of the shower, blew dry my hair, did my hair. Put product in my hair for tonight, which means I'm probably gonna have to wash it again tomorrow, right? And then decided to pull out my last set of lashes for the week before I have to go get some more. But it's all good because you know we're trying to look good. So put on the lashes, right? It's like we need advance notice. So if we're supposed to meet at six, this happened to me, guys. This happened to me. I got mas fucking feed me. For those of you that don't know what that means, I got all fucking glammed up. Okay all glammed up. And I was looking fucking pretty dope. Okay. And we were supposed to meet. I don't even remember what time it was at. It was like three o'clock. He was supposed to come, come over or some shit. I don't remember. This motherfucker tells me at two 45, two 45. Hey, can we reschedule for tomorrow? And I'm like, granted, let me put a little disclaimer. He had an, a legit reason. Okay. There was a legit reason why he wanted to reschedule. But the, but the fact that he waited until 15 minutes before we were supposed to hang out, like in retrospect, it really doesn't seem like that big of a deal. But when you're talking to someone new, let me tell you men out there, like we plan that shit in advance, hours in advance, days in advance. If we have plans to see you, we're getting glammed up. So don't cancel on us at the last minute. And if you're going to cancel, give us a decent amount of time. Because y'all, let me fucking tell you, when he canceled on me and rescheduled, it was like the afternoon. There was really nothing else for me to do. I literally fucking went to Walmart just because I didn't want to waste, like, the fact that I had just finally gotten out of bed and did my makeup (laughs) in this quarantine bullshit, right? So just be a little bit mindful, and don't be that fucking asshole that glamboozles us because we're putting effort into getting ready for you. So just take a little bit a little bit of appreciation and some consideration. And if you just have to cancel or reschedule, then make sure you give us adequate amount of time to not get ready and plan like a whole night's worth of getting ready. Okay. Cause I know that some of you girls are going to be like, Oh, well it just takes me 20 minutes to get ready. Okay. Well, we're not all fucking perfect like you. Okay. Some of us look like fucking walking dead before we put any makeup on. And some of us have hair that looks like the mane from fucking lion King and Mufasa. And you know, like we just walked through the goddamn desert to escape fucking kingdom. So Like, it takes a little bit to look this good sometimes, okay? So you're going to have to give us a little bit of leeway when it comes to scheduling because that shit is a fucking chore sometimes. Just keep that in mind, okay? Okay. So, guys, that is the end of episode one of Bullshit with Brit. We had a very successful first episode. I'm super excited that you guys are all here. Um, shout out to everyone who is still working during this pandemic um, all the first responders, all the grocers, um, like I said, the medical staff, corrections, police, um, EMS, firefighters. Um, grocers, like I said, grocers are super underrated guys are keeping us fed. So super big shout out to them. Um, and just anyone working right now, even if you're working from home, you're still working and shout out to those of you who, who have gotten laid off and lost your job. I know this is a super hard time for everybody, but we're going to get through it. Um, we're going to try our hardest to just stick together and motivate each other to just get through these tough times. This is really crazy. None of us in this era have ever really dealt with anything this serious. So just remember to be kind to each other, support each other, see if anyone needs anything and always just have each other's backs. Um, I appreciate you guys so much for, um, supporting my podcast. You guys can also go onto my website for my podcast, which is FM slash bullshit with Brit. That's anchor.fm slash bullshit with Brit. Brit is two T's. And you can always send a message to me. It will let you send a voice message on any topics that you want to hear. So I would really appreciate the feedback. I would really, really appreciate if you subscribe to my podcast via either the Apple or um, Google Play Store, whatever app you use to download your, or I'm sorry, whatever store you use to download any of your apps on your mobile device. Please make sure that you subscribe to my podcast and leave me a rating. That will help me be discovered so much more. It's something simple and quick that you guys can do. Just tap on that subscribe button and you'll be notified every time I have a new episode. I'm definitely going to try to do a new episode weekly and probably drop it every Sunday night or Monday morning. Um, So just stay tuned to that. And lastly, um, if you guys have any specific topics that you guys would like to think of or hear um, me discuss or hear me and any of my guests discuss on the show, please do not hesitate to let me know. If you do not want to comment publicly on any of my posts on Facebook, um, send me a message. You can slide into the DMs and just hit me up on the DL and let me know what kind of stuff you guys would like to hear or with any of your specific questions. Um, Typically during my show, I do want to get into doing like a question of the week segment at the end. Not really sure what it's going to be called yet, but being that this is my first episode. I don't have any questions. I really haven't reached out to anybody, um, to my audience about any questions they want to cover, but we are going to be talking about dating, relationships, co-parenting, working moms, stay at home moms, sex, all of that. Um, and I do plan on delving into just other things like, you know, law enforcement, crime. Um, there's just a whole plethora of shit we're going to bullshit about guys. So um, any type of things that you guys want to talk about, definitely submit those topics. If you guys have questions or specific situations that you're experiencing in your life that you want advice on, whether it's from advice from the audience or advice from me when I'm talking on the podcast or just um, you need like even if you need a male perspective guys too if you guys need a female perspective um, or if you guys want a male perspective let me know I have plenty of people that I've lined up that are willing to be guests on the show um, for us to discuss those topics so don't be afraid to submit your questions guys and we'll definitely go over them on the air. Again, I appreciate you guys so much. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Please share this podcast, share this episode and get your friends, anyone who you think would enjoy it to like and subscribe it um, and leave a rating. Okay. I appreciate you guys so much and we'll see you and talk to you next week.